Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Unwiring Minds. This is Raquel Pasbergia, your host, and today we have Greg Stern with us. He is the chief foot officer and the owner of From the Ground Up Physiotherapy, and he's here to talk to us about the reality behind posture and how really we've been having these ideas and these myths about it, and he's going to sort of tell us the truth behind it, as well as he's going to tell us how age isn't really a limitation and how society has really told us, you know, as you age, you're you're going to struggle more, there's going to be more pain. But in reality, there's ways to live up our best life without counting age as a limitation. So I'll let you get right to it. Thank you very much for having me. So uh, yes, my name is Greg, and I own a clinic in Montreal called From the Ground Up Physiotherapy, and I really help people get to the root cause of their pain. So typically when people think of physiotherapy, they think about coming to get fixed by another individual. So I'm going to lay like a limp fish on a table. And the idea is that hopefully that person can massage and manipulate me out of pain. And while that sounds like a great idea, it unfortunately doesn't work very well because the moment that let's say I'm having some knee pain and I get my area rubbed out and you know it feels better temporarily, but the moment I stand up, I'm not actually changing the way that I move. And so the pain comes back. And so people think that they've tried everything because they keep going in the same types of fancier hands-on therapies, but it's all comes down to like the way we move. And so when we talk about the way we move, it's also the way we hold our bodies. And when it comes to posture, most people, when I even say the word posture, you all, all of a sudden they start to strain up their backs, get their chest pushing up, their shoulders down and back. We all hear these things like keep your back straight all the time. And so what we're doing is we're we're fighting tension with tension. We're, we're squeezing ourselves into certain postures. So what I would invite everyone who's listening right now is just take your hands together and squeeze them together as hard as you can. And you just go and squeeze for like 10 seconds. And eventually after a while, you're going to start feeling your forearms feeling like achy and your hands starting to hurt. Now think about that. Can you do that for 10 hours? No chance. Well, what are we trying to do when we're holding ourselves into certain positions? Well, we're squeezing ourselves and our lower back is like, hello, I'm in pain right now. Please stop. And so we demonize the slouch. You know, as parents, we see our children slouching. The spine is allowed to have flexion. It's allowed to relax. And so we we aesthetically don't think that that's good for us because of what we think is like, uh, I don't know false ideals of looks, soldier-like postures and whatever. And so what ends up happening is that we start to ingrain at a young age, the idea that like keep letting your back relax is a bad thing. So relaxation, sitting is a resting posture. It is not an active position. So if we think about, you know, I was in India like 10 years ago and I saw 80-year-olds down in a deep squat. I don't know about you, but I don't know any North Americans at the age of 60 that could be in a deep squat. And so they could rest in that position. And it's not because they are they have different spines than us. It's just that they expose their body to these positions throughout their entire lives. So when it comes to sitting, again, there's nuance to all this because when people are, oh, I am slouched all day. It's like, no, you're not. You're not actually fully letting everything go. Let your shoulders round forward. Let your basically sit on your stomach and just let things relax. And all of a sudden, when I start to teach people how to do that, oh, that feels better. I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to sitting, like another thing is your best position is your next position. The idea that you're just constantly changing and moving when you have a $600 chair and it feels super comfortable, you don't move at all. 
So the whole idea would be like, all right, get up, move around, sit on the floor as well would be a great thing. Cause when we sit on the floor, we're also constantly adjusting and moving positions. So posture is a dirty word. I like to say to people, because I don't think good posture means to exist as a robot. And most right. people move their body very robotically and don't access their spine very well. So that's posture. Yes, absolutely. And I think that everybody probably had the idea of that soldier-like position that you said, like we all have been either by parents, teacher, anyone around us has told us like growing up, hey, straighten up your back, straighten up your back. You can't be slouching or like when we eat and when like things, habits that we've been sort of grown growing up like that. And so I think that it's definitely important that we know this type of information and know, hey, like it's not good to be in that like tension posture all day. And so you were mentioning how you were in India 10 years ago and you saw this 80 year old in a squat position and they were able to rest like that. And so what I want to know is why is this aging, like why are they able to do that in at 80 in India, while, like you said, in the United States and North America at 60, there's no, there's no one that's doing that. So how is, is it that their age is not being like, it's not proportional the way that it's happening? Yeah. I guess two, two were, or two expressions, one, one, use it or lose it. It's as simple as that. Right. And culturally speaking, you know, they go to the washroom that way. So if you're exposing your body and you have to use these positions throughout your whole life, then that ends up being like your, your environment dictates oftentimes the function of our bodies, right? So, um, you know, you have a meeting, it's always have a, have a sitting meeting, not a walking meeting or, or, you know, and so our chairs are at a 90 degree angle, go to Japan, people are sitting on the floor, they get up from the floor every day because their beds are a lot lower. So all these environmental factors play a role in what we do. So like just practicing being on the floor more often is a huge part of it. Um, so that's definitely the the whole thing is just like the use it or lose it principle applies very deeply. Um, but I guess then later on, another mindset belief would be like, um, I'm 50. Trust me, you'll understand when you get to my age. And I hear that every day in my clinic. And then maybe a few weeks later after they're doing great, they're like, oh, I didn't know, you know, like now they're, they're seeing that the light of a different perspective, but that happens often through action and through, through actually getting better. But trust me, you'll understand when you get to my age. So we have this belief that my body is just screwed every year. I'm going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And that seems to be what happens around us, but it doesn't have to be that way. And again, it has to come down to like, are you exposing your body to its full potential of movement. If we go to the gym and we just do squats and deadlifts or things that are just all in the one plane of motion, forwards and backwards, and then we talk about the idea of that rotation of the spine or whatever and is not beneficial or not wanted in, in different movements, then what ends up happening is we become more robotic and then just compound that over time. But this whole limiting mindset belief is that like age declines with age. Well, age starts the moment you get to your health, meaning if you start working on your health today, tomorrow, you start sitting on the floor, you start passively going to deep squat more often. Well, then your spine is going to start reacting and muscles will start lengthening in new ways. And now you could access new parts of your structure that you couldn't access before. And therefore you have a totally new body. So it's, it's like, you know, we, we believe in compound interest 
um, is, is a obviously is what we want to do from a, a financial standpoint for investing. Well, it's the same thing with our bodies. It's the compound interest of putting in five minutes of daily work or whatever someone could do. You know, when it comes to behavior change, you don't necessarily need to make these drastic uh, New Year's resolution changes, but these tiny little micro changes like spending five minutes in a deep squat, like 30 seconds at a time will be a huge um, behavior change. Well, it's a tiny behavior change, but it will create huge results. So those are the things. And what would be some of these ideas that you would recommend for people to get started on today? Maybe dedicate those five minutes. Is there any common postures or things that you can recommend for people to stop that process that we've like going onto the sitting on the floor would be a huge thing. Um, and if you can't sit on the floor, like add a, a couple mats. There's a girl by the name of like Katie Bowman, and she's like sitting postures. If someone looks up Katie Bowman sitting postures, they'll see like this whole chart of sitting postures. And you could just go and start looking and oh, let me try putting myself in that position. Definitely the the deep squat. What I would say is like someone should just elevate their heels a bunch so that they could actually sit into the deep squat um, because a lot of people might struggle to get down there. So if you put something under your heels a bit more, you'll be able to sit down in that. Um, and then like even holding yourself in front with like a little pull. But yeah, it just, it's just starting. Like the only way of getting there is getting there. You know, there's no nothing fancy around it. It's just going, obviously listen to your body. If you feel pain, pain is a call to listen to. It's not just pain, no, no pain, no gain. Like that's also a huge myth. Like, in terms of like sharp pain is something to listen to. Right. Absolutely. And what would be your number one advice for people to get started with these, whether it is doing these postures, following the things that you said that are myths that just we've been exposed to, but are truly not true. And um, what would be your number one tip for people to get started? So number one tip to get started would be, uh, well, <laughs> I have a program <laughs> that they could follow along. But before we talk about that, it would just be like, just straight up going down to the deep squat with your heels elevated and sitting down. Just as simple as that. And just what, what one key thing I'd say would be like when you're in these positions, instead of panicking with the breath, you want to blow out a thousand birthday candles. Meaning per, what keeps the body calm is not big deep breaths it's actually long exhales and when you think you're done exhaling keep going and that's what and then quietly inhale so when you're in these new positions important to tell your body let's save these positions as part of our new repertoire if you're panicking while you're breathing um that doesn't tell your body i want to be here in the future right absolutely and you just mentioned you also have a program that you have that sort of guides people could you explain a little bit about that too yeah it's just a, a a 15 minute daily program that teaches people the exact same exercise I'm doing with people on a daily basis here in my clinic that helps people when they've claimed to have tried everything in terms of pain. Um, so for me, pain, prevention, performance, all comes down to the exact same thing, moving well. And that's why I teach in the program, teaching people how to move well, hit these areas of their body that they're we should have these strength in certain areas that most people are not strong in that I see commonly in my clinic. And I teach people in a guided manner how to do that um, in the comfort of their own home without any equipment at all. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for everything that you've mentioned today. I think that I learned a lot. I definitely did not know all, all of this information because I feel like I'm just as a victim, as much as a victim as everybody else of the ideas that society has put into us. And I definitely did think like I did have the idea that, you know, as we age, like there's different 
movements that we stopped being able to do. There's a like, because that's what you see around. You see, you know, you're when you're younger and your parents are younger, they're, you see them more active. And then as you grow and they grow too, you see them stay more in, at home, stay in the sofa, things like that. And honestly, you realize that, like, like you just said, it shouldn't be like that. If people started working on their movements and started focusing on really their potential, their full potential is there. We just need to access it and get advantage out of it. So I th- I encourage all the listeners to go check out Greg's program and try to follow through with it as well, because I think that there's a lot of people that need to learn how to start moving and definitely start amazing. small, right? And start small with all of it. But yeah, just keep, get, get the momentum going. Yes, exactly. We we don't need to make a big dramatic change from one to another, but with baby steps, we can really just make a big change a few months from now, years from now, and, and our future self will be thankful that we took care of what our what our conscious movements are and things like that. So thank you for being on here today. And to the listeners, I will see you next time. <laughs>